When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much. I mean, like, as always, we are packing this out oh with uh, great success. It's like Saturday night at the local penitentiary. Yes. Not live at the Palladium. No, but, you know. that'll never happen. Yeah, oh, there seems to be some background noise. What's going on? I Who think there's a door open. Heckled from afar. Doesn't there's, matter. There's a door open. I do feel the lights at this time of I day do make a mockery. I think, I don't know why we keep persisting on having oh, this I lighting stage. Like I we're, think I've repeatedly said for the past week, could you ditch the lights? Ditch we, the lights. Can we ditch just, these lights? Yeah, thank you. And just you. go house lights. Yeah, no, just house they, lights. Can, can we just have the house lights, not the disco lights? Oh, that's better. We don't want oh. charged for the disco lights. See, that feels... We've been charged enough by this. I'm not going to say the words venue um, but there I this feels it. more like our standard of what we're doing church hall feel well church it? hall feel well it's more of a conversation it is thank goodness for Mary Burke listening in her accommodation I'm she's one of our <laughs> foremost <laughs> listeners have you seen all her quite amusing comments about things saying I, I love the way that because uh, you were aware that Jerry Sadovitz had caused some controversy oh he, yes he had because he'd washed his hair mm. um, and people were used to it being manky because um, I looked at those posters and I thought hey they're very old what the F must you look like now and what is living in your hair he will have cooties anyway what she said was it was amazing no comedian or performer has come out in solidarity because the nominations haven't been announced as yet, oh, which I thought was totally succinct. Absolutely, bang she said on the something money. that you would very much enjoy. I, I mean, I know you're too famous to follow, but um, she said that complaining about going to see a Jerry Sadovitz gig is the same as going to an orgy, then complaining you're covered in jizz. And I thought, sister, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Totes. So there no. we go. Oh, there's Lenka coming back in. No. Hello, Hello Lenka. good morning. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, good. It's all women today. That's fine. I fit in. Anna and I had n- never previously met, well, and yeah, now I've seen her three times in three days. So We've had Lenka for three days. I said, no, I've previously never met Anna, and now I've seen her every day for the last three days. Oh, my God. So you share a same taste in kind of pleather overcoats. Is that <laughs> pleather or is it leather? It's pleather, yes. Because your little hunter thing looks like a foreskin. Yes, it does. The way it's all bunching up, it's kind of... It looks like I've taken the skin off a baby pig or something. 
Well, I think in New York they call that a bris. All right. Okay. I think they call that a bris. No, I'm very keen to find out because the draw, drama of your hemorrhoids that has been in well, my conversation, what has well, happened that it's not a hemorrhoid? Well, yesterday was a nightmare. We were meant to go and see Sophie Alice Baxter. Yes. James Smidgen decided to start shitting and vomiting around about one o'clock. So when I got back to Manisa, she was like, the dog's a bit upset. And, I was like, mm. and then my very good friend, Susie McCabe, who'd got me the tickets, I had to get in touch and say, look, can you give these tickets to someone else? And can you tell Sophie I'm very sorry? <laughs> so what had happened was yesterday was a busy day for me because I had to go to the vet because the dog's got slight arthritis, but she gets a labrella injection. She's like new. It's like canine complant, marvelous, although it's a hundred quid a shot. My Botox is fucking cheaper. Anyway, mm. I thought I had a hemorrhoid because I had what I can only describe as an anal earring dangling, sometimes bursting, that kind of thing. Very upsetting, very, very upsetting. So I get to the West in general, and the man's 20 minutes late, so I'm livid, obviously, because it's full of people wearing masks, but, you know, just off one ear. Mm. And I'm like, well, you're going to wear it, wear it properly, or if you not, don't. So when we come in and went, hi, Eh, do you know what you're here for? And I went, well, fuck, I would hope so, because, you know, if you're going anywhere near my hoop, I'd like to see a certificate or a qualification. So he went, oh, you're forthright and direct. I went, honey, you have no idea. He went, so what do you think's got? I said, what is this? I went, I'm not a domestic terrorist. I'm not trying to get this done on someone's behalf. I think I have a hemorrhoid. Can you help me with this or not? said yes. So he puts me behind the curtain and the next thing this woman comes in and I went, oh my God, I didn't agree to be in an OnlyFans scenario. Now that's where people put their porn out online or they're maybe just wanking themselves and charge money. It's a very good line. So she went, well, I'm just here to pump up the bed. And I said, but that's what they would say in an OnlyFans situation. He said, can I have a feel of your pubis? And I said, since you asked nicely. (laughs) So he was having a scoot round and he went, can you turn over? And I went, well, where do you want my buttocks? He went to my face. I went, right. She's on her phone on Instagram. And I went, bitch, put that away. You're at your fucking work. Act accordingly. So he went, I'm just going to go in and probe. And I'm thinking, fuck, you know, the dog's in the car. I'm upset, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Mm-mm-mm. he went, I'll apply a bit of pressure. I went, mate, I've done bigger shits than your finger. Get up there and get out. I said, I have a lot to do today. I'm batch cooking and it's my day off. So he went, how would you describe your thought? I said, it's an anal earring, a dangly one. So anyway, zip yourself back up and all that kind of stuff. Oh, he was wiping up the gel and I thought, oh, fuck, I hope I've wiped properly. You can imagine. You're just like, oh, I'm so tired and my hair wasn't sitting. Anyway, so we get back outside and I said, right, what is it? Can it come off? And he said, well, there's a problem. And I said, what's the problem? He said, it's not a hemorrhoid. I went, it's not a hemorrhoid? He said, it's a skin tag. I said, a skin tag. You mean I've been through all this for a skin tag? I went, can you not What have- do you mean you've been through all this? I've had to fucking listen to you for Well, a bitch, please, now. at least I've been filling time. Thank God. Anyway, so I said, do you have any nail clippers? Can you just get it out now? No, I can't be cauterized. I can't be banded. I have to be knocked out, which I'm not entirely unhappy because I, I enjoy that feeling and they can have a go at my eye bags at the same time. And I've got to go to bloody Dumbarton to do it because of COVID waiting lists and bloody Nicola. So it's not even a hemorrhoid, a skin tag. I'm fucking livid. <laughs> so anyway, that was my morning yesterday. And I did say to him, I said, I think you're very unprofessional. I said, why are you acting coy and giggling around my hoop? You're staring down the barrel of a gun. Just fucking get on with it, you twit. <laughs> Michael Mosley or whatever his name was. What an absolute penis. Oh, I feel like I've had a very... Oh. 
a so, very boring morning in I had comparison. quite a relaxing day after that. <laughs> I got yeah. accosted three times on Princess Street by muggers, chuggers, whatever they're called. By what? All those people, honestly, there was one after the other, literally kind of grabbing you to give, and it's that thing going, basically, do you care about cancer for kids? And you don't want to say no, but you don't want to stop talking to them. Oh, do you mean people trying to collect a charity? No, well, use your words, for fuck's sake. (laughs) What? Chuggers. Chuggers. Oh, that sounds like something that I've seen in a film that's only Mm. meant for hardcore piggy men chugging, chugging the cottage cheese, I think it was called. Sounds like something that would be on only Did you give them anything? Did I fuck? Did you light up one of your cigarettes shouting, I'm keen to get cancer? I wafted past them in a a plume of smoke. Oh, my I don't want to help anybody. And then you had your fanny out? I've had my fanny. Oh, I had my fanny out yesterday. You were doing your fanny show. Fanny, Susan Morrison. We had a lovely time, yes. Mm -hmm. And then I'd arranged to go for dinner straight after fanny's with Susan and Joe Caulfield, Mm -hmm. Aisha Hazarika, Ian Stone. We were going to have a nice little get-together comedian's dinner. And literally, I came off stage and texted Joe saying, I'm on my way. As I left the stand, there's a poster with a line-up for Best of Scottish, and my name is on it. It's like, well, that's what you can do in there. <laughs> but apparently I was booked for Best of Scottish last night, so I didn't go for dinner because I was apparently How was the mausoleum that is the Newtown Theatre? It was all right. It was all Actually, it was busy in, uh, in yeah, Best of Scottish. Mm. And then I did was it busy it anywhere else? No. I mean, the toilets aren't even busy in that venue. No, 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 no. That's no. when you know a venue. And I tell you badly. what, as well, the staff are not very fucking busy either because... Oh, they're, they're busy being obstructive. I nearly dragged one over the counter oh, on Saturday. Now, I you think everyone can too. get a vibe. Mm. I'm a reasonable woman until pushed. <laughs> I will not be told by a three-year-old <laughs> that my complimentary tickets aren't there. I had to, in the end, go, Jess, mm-hmm. sort it. She no, 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 no. I mean, unless you want sacked, quiet, give me my tickets. And I got them. Oh, no, you have to. That, that took 17 minutes. As I say, I'm reasonable. Didn't want the Botox wearing off. No, absolutely. No, it's it's all it's very annoying. Oh, it's just revolting. It's unnecessary. Should we get a guest on? Oh, I think we should. I think I'd like you to introduce them while I take a deep composing breath. Yes, because you 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 stretch something. I, I, I shan't something. sing out further. I know we don't, <laughs> don't want, want another skin voice. tag. What? How did you get a fucking skin tag up your hoop? I don't know, darling. Because he went, do you have any problems going to the toilet? I went, what do you think I am? Mm-hmm. Really? How rude! I can still with the best of them. Do one. <laughs> On that note, we've got the fabulous Jambi McGrath. Please come and Love join me. us, Jambi. Hello, darling. How are you? We cuddle on this show. Hello, darling. I do. I keep feeling like I should apologise for the sound of me because I do sound like I'm about to die, but I feel fine. So. All right. So you're not going to die. Well, I hope not. Oh, this is just a sick bid for attention, really, it is isn't it? A little it? bit. Oh, I'm going to die. Could you come and see my show? I'd mm-hmm. love to have a sold-out one on a Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. Still alive on the Hello, my darling. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. So, how are you finding this festival? Halfway point. <sighs> well, <laughs> <laughs> there's our answer. Well, the sun was amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I just absolutely loved it. I don't think I've ever seen uh, Edinburgh in the sunshine. So I was like, oh my god! This I love the is. sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was glorious. Like I at one point thought. 
Aren't too hot. <laughs> oh yeah, way too hot. And then someone heard it and then brought the rain. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And I think is that it, us done now for sunshine? We're not getting any more. That was um, our lot. No, I don't think there's to be any need to be so fritzel in your pessimism. I think there will be sun again. Do you? Just because you're dying today, don't lump us in with you. Do Some you of us want to live. I'll have a smooth hoop soon. <laughs> I'm busy. The only thing I'm annoyed about with rain is because it puts paid to my lying on a beanbag for two hours after this show at the Loft Bar. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, my, like, my feet were absolutely soggy. Mm-hmm. So I was at the Loft Bar drying my toes. Uh, and people were like, is she all right? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just keeping warm. <laughs> That's how tough things have become. And how's the show going? Yeah, it's going all right. That doesn't sound very convincing, Jambi. <laughs> I think everybody knows that the first uh, the first week, the first few days was a bit slow, and then mm. it's, it's picking up. And uh, yeah, is it? Look around. <laughs> Look around. <laughs> what are we? Three years in. <laughs> no, you you've got two. Uh, We've got two lovely people. Oh, two listen, lovely. We're, we're delighted, yeah. and you will engaged. come back. They're engaged. Of course, they're engaged. They're drinking at midday. <laughs> they have their own problems. How do you, how do you know this information that they're en- oh engaged as in engaged with us? I thought. Oh. Oh, wow, 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 wow. She didn't know what Dishoom was earlier. She just looked at me. Oh, my God. So I do I, struggle on a daily day basis with some of the words. And yeah. I mean, honestly, I said to her on day one, I went, oh, look at your trainers. They're very Balenciaga. She nearly had a breakdown. I she just it, couldn't it. understand it. Mm-hmm. She couldn't understand. Do you enjoy an expensive pump? Because yours are almost McQueen. Oh, um, well, you know, you know what? It's always nice to have a treat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Have yeah. you been down to Harvey Nichols? Uh, this one here? Yes. No, I haven't actually. Well, you have to go. And if you buy anything, keep your receipt because I'll use it for my app. But they've got a really brilliant new sneaker department on the third floor. Oh, I'll check it Get out. Get involved, girlfriend. That's all I'm saying. I, and need the... I need to spend all the money that I make at the festival. Oh, lucky. We need to... Impl- what do we need to bring in? The Is it the receivers? Who is it that bankrupts you? Um, the sheriffs. Yes. No, yes. but they say they're bringing the... The, the... the Scott and Co. bailiffs. Oh, nice. Nice. Because yes. that'll be happening after, after this. Are you discussing anything to do with designer footwear or debt in your show? No. No. I'm more a concentration camp kind of person. Right. A concentration yeah. camp. Yeah. So nice. quite light, Cheery. frothy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Were you in one? My grandmother was one. Right, okay. And my mother was in one. Right. Your okay. mother was in a concentration camp? For eight years. <gasps> See, I fell. I was in a concentration camp when I lived in my mum's house for the last eight years. <laughs> That's no word of a lie. <laughs> it was Dundee and she wasn't pleasant. It was a horrible experience. <laughs> yes, and everything's but, relevant. How can you... I mean, ooh, that's... I mean, there's raw and being raw. I mean, that's... Wow. Yeah, wow, indeed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, this is part of British history. And, uh, you know, uh, the British people want to be proud of their history. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a show about uh, concentration camps in Kenya. <laughs> I fucking love the sound of it. I, I mean, I'm assuming it has got jokes in it. There are. Yeah. There, there, there are. Thank thankfully. fuck. Jesus. Yeah, there, there are jokes. <laughs> you know, the thing is, I cannot talk about myself and not talk about British history. Of course. And uh, so I talk about myself and uh, my show. I'm comparing my life now mm. and uh, living in London, being a comedian. My grandmother was a comedian in a concentration camp. Really? <laughs> yeah, telling jokes about colonizers. <laughs> 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 really? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Why were they placed in the concentration camp? Forgive my ignorance. I'm a real housewife's a Beverly Hills person, so I don't really know much about the world at large. I think it's best to be honest with people. But because we had, they're trying to, who's the guy on the column outside Harvey Nichols? Is that Henry Dundas? Yes. And he's got something to do with it, hasn't he? Yes, with slavery. Slavery, right, yes. okay. No, I'm, I'm almost there, because I recognise Harvey Nichols. I remember a friend of mine who's even more shallow than me said, who's that on that column? Is that Gene Brodie? And I said, no, Gene Brodie was a fictitious character. I'll find out for you and tell you, but Dundas, right, okay. Because yes. they're trying to rename the streets. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and also, yes, so I think there was a move to take the statue down as well. But again, this is that division between people as to whether taking statues down changes the course of history. It doesn't, obviously. But what are your thoughts on that in terms of do you think statues should come down that, well, that not celebrate because it's a statue, but that remind us of who they were? But well, the bigger question is that. Uh, how is it that people can torture people and murder people mm-hmm. and the British celebrates them by putting statues up? It yeah. says more about who the British are. Basically, if mm. people are trying to fight to maintain those those statues, I suspect is that a lot of people don't understand British history. Uh, I, I, I know it very I ju- well. Right. I can remember. History in Scotland was, I think we got the Egyptians, yeah. something yeah. about the mouldy old Jacobites. Yeah. I started World playing, War II oh, every single day of the week. That's why I started playing train mm. at a very young age. Just yeah, no, I the teaching of history in, in certainly Scottish schools was very selective. Well, and so because it's shame for history. Mm-hmm. So my my mother, when she was eight, their their camp, uh, their their homes were burned and, and raided. They were mm-hmm. all taken to concentration camps. So men and women, uh, as, as men and women were separated. The men were taken to detention centres where most of them were castrated, and uh, the women were taken to uh, different camps with their children for starvation and torture. And so. Really, my mother at the age of eight is the one that have to, used to go and sneak out so that she could get food for her mother and family. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everybody was starving to death. Similar to what you've seen in Auschwitz, you know, similar story. Yeah. But nobody talks about us because, you know, black history doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it doesn't count. But, you know, so many genocides in Africa have been committed. King Leopold II of Belgium, he mm-hmm. killed 10 million Africans in seven years. Uh, the, the British had a concentration camp in Kenya until 1960. That's when my mother and my family were set free. And when they were set free, they were ordered to destroy the camp. Mm-hmm. And they were left on the side of the street. That's how the, my, the, my, my mother's life as a 16-year-old began. But that's also the, because it is all about education. And that people don't know what they don't know. And that's why things, you know, learning about it and doing shows about it to educate people because it's the ignorance of not knowing what's gone on in the past. Yeah, but so, my purpose is really to just talk about the, the, the comparison between me and my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I cannot talk about the comparison between me and my grandmother without talking about where she, she was. Goes, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I find it absolutely fascinating because, you know, the more... Quite, quite often, I think we're deliberately misled and yeah. deliberately not allowed access to information from, I mean, you look, there was um, Once Upon a Time in Iraq, there was a documentary recently about it, and just the complete disconnect from what we were told yeah. through the media at the time and the reality of what happened to the people in Iraq, and it doesn't yeah. match. Last and it's, night, Channel 4 had a documentary about, it's called A Very British Torture. It was mm-hmm. on, on, actually, last night or the night before. Yeah. 
and how uh, it, it was basically the documentary was about how the soldiers were in training about how to torture people in Kenya, uh, and then they were moved over to Ireland. <laughs> this is a history. History repeats. Yeah. History is the same. Uh, what we're seeing here are the policies being uh, orchestrated now. Mm-hmm is making people poor is basically exactly what happened to Kenya. Yeah. Uh, so the British arrived, they found everybody living in their homes, you know, satisfied and happy and whatever. And they uh, deported them from their land, put them in camps, brought in the Red Cross to feed them. And then they tell you Africans are so poor. Yeah. Oh my God. And this is the image that has persisted until this day. Yeah. Never does anybody say, how is it that the British were kicked out of Africa? Mm. It is because Africans fought for their freedom. Mm. And now, what you see, even those uh, commercials for Africa, is propaganda yeah. beca- to justify the actions that were committed on Africans, you know. <laughs> uh, and so now uh, they've managed to go from slave traders to colonialism, mm-hmm. and now to saviors. So mm-hmm. now people are the ones coming to dig our toilets. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, mm, yeah. So, and yeah, and history does repeat itself. Sorry, but also, let's talk no. about anuses. I think the anuses. Oh no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm absolutely done, and I would like to say it's for me to share my anus, not for you to grab at it. Thank you very much. Have you heard of the term consent, even if it's conversational? No, my hoop is away for the day. And quite frankly, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm absolutely glad. But so, do you do juxtapositions to like stuff from concentration camps to parts of the body in the show? <laughs> Like spin it on its head. Uh, well, I I I don't really. Uh, I I've never really even thought about talking about uh, my uh, anus. Or, <laughs> or <laughs> do you, do you, is there anything wrong with it? No, not that you know of. <laughs> not that I know of. No, uh, because I know very little other than uh, ab- about it. <laughs> other than that, occasionally needs cleaning. That's that's the only. <laughs> Just occasionally. So you're not a regular stooler. <laughs> it's like Nigella in the recently boiled kettle. Just a recently boiled kettle. When last Wednesday, I'll maybe have a wee wipe. Yes, I do yeah. like the range of conversation that we've had here. Yeah. It's gone from quite sort of extremes yeah. to other extremes, really. Well, exactly. Are you a moist? Well, we're on this train. Oh. Are you are you a moist toilet roll person? Because I have to say, I like to be dry there. Sorry? Not to the point where I'm chafing, no. but do you use moist toilet roll post evacuation? I used. To, I did it. Once you've shat, do you use moist toilet roll? Uh, no. No, good. No, That's well, fine. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I don't because. Uh, it is full of chemicals and it's nasty stuff. Mm. So I personally would rather have a bidet uh, rather than have uh, um, putting chemicals up my ass. Putting what? <laughs> Tampons. Chemicals up Chemicals. Well, it was funny. I was privy to a conversation yeah. um, with friends of friends, yeah. and apparently they had an elderly mother who had to be taken to the gynecological clinic because she'd mistaken a lady's wipe for a floor wipe, and oh. her hoo-ha was hopping about all over the place. Oh, no, 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 So she'd no. had a good dicked around, so dicked for Scotland is have a wee wash, and she'd washed herself, and obviously her poor fruby couldn't take it, the pH balance was all to fuck, and she had to go and I think get hosed out. Well, the thing is, actually, uh, when my girls were very small, they uh, they used to advertise this something called candus, which is like wipes for, for little ones to wipe mm-hmm. themselves, and I once tried it. It stings. It stings, and I was like, they're marketing this shit to children. Oh. I looked at the ingredients, I was like, I am not putting this on my worst enemy. 
Yet. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I remember those pull-up pants, yeah. and they used to glow in the dark once they were full of urine. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. they must have been full of chemicals. No wonder the world's fucked pollution-wise. Absolutely. Yeah, well, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Now, Made tell, it glow. It, tell us, where is your show on, and at what time? The Pleasance uh, mm-hmm. Courtyard. Yes. Baby Grant at 5.50 every single day. The, uh, by the way, it's a comedy show, okay? Yes. Oh, you, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, people wouldn't know from the how dark we went. Yes, so no, it, but, I li- but yeah. we like going dark. But I, I feel, it. conversationally, like you've run the gamut, so I think people listening will be yes. like, she's funny and poignant, mm. and don't use those wipes on your children. Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, or throw wipes learning. on old grannies. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think any. we've learned a lot today. Yeah. Mainly yeah. don't put wipes on your bottom. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> what a Jamie, lovely... thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so thank much you. for having me. Thank, thank you. A so pleasure to meet you. Come have a round of applause. Thank you, Jamie McGrath. Thank you, doll. I'll have a hug as well. Oh, sorry, I'm throwing myself at you. I know you're being very affectionate. I know I'm being very affectionate today. I I feel as though I'm letting my my guard down. I'm almost in a good mood. You are. I spotted that off you. I'm almost in a good mood. mood, It was funny though because John's in with his lovely lady and she went with that to me. Are you hungover? And I went, no, but thanks for saying I look like shit. Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) Shall we have our next guest on? Because I am familiar with the next guest. You are. I shall introduce this lovely, lovely human being. And I want a round of applause for Sindhu V. Hey. Oh, hello, hello, hello. I think we all need hugs at the moment, don't we? At the halfway point, we're we're getting filled up with our hugs. Oh, so, yeah. before Good. you ask me anything, can about I about your anus? Oh, please do. No, no, mm. no, not about my anus, but also I don't use any toilet paper. I wash, so yeah. You wash because we're Indians. We wash. Yes, oh, of course, that's very much through this. Get, but before we get to washing and all that, I just mm-hmm. want to say, I always, so I was a smoker, yep. and I always wanted to have your voice. I remember when I first started comedy, I would hear your voice, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's good I smoke, because I wanted that voice. Yeah. And, um, and also, I was one of those smokers who was like, well, what happens, happens, like, yeah. fuck it, you know? And then my mom passed away in 2019, mm-hmm. and that was sad, and so on and so forth, we don't have to talk about it, but I was so devastated by her passing mm-hmm. that it suddenly I thought I'm quite a grown up and this is making it hard. If I smoke and I'll like fuck it cancer and then my yeah, kids, kids I know. I'll be on my deathbed like you dicks. Yeah. You know, you knew they were going to be, so I quit. But when I was hearing your voice today, I was like, God, that's no, sexy. I like thank that. Thank you, darling. I do like I'm that. the opposite of that because I was 23 when my mom died. Oh. And so I am still very much fuck it. But I brought yeah, yeah. my kids up to live without me. So they'll just have to deal that's with great. it. No, and know. you've done that very I well. Successfully. Because there are four children that think mummy might not make it home in time for tea. <laughs> but they're, they're on board. Because she's been out it. for three it's years. Fine. No, but I think it is important to know, you know, when... And you were close to your mom, were you? Yeah, very close. Yeah, and that's the thing is that, you know, the day I got the phone call that she'd mm. had a second hemorrhage, mm. I grew up on that flight back to India. I grew up, I mean, I didn't know it then, but mm. looking back, yeah, I grew up. Oh, it is. It's, I mean, the, ch- yeah. the changed and because, well, it's you're facing your own mortality and just there's something. The one thing, best way I can describe it after my mom died, because, you know, I got on brilliantly with her, but obviously, you know, fought as a teenager and things. But and I always knew she loved me. Do you know what I mean? Now, of course, yeah. I knew she's my mom. She loved me. But, and she died before I had any children. Yeah. So when I had kids, it was only when I had kids that I realized 
how much she loved me. Oh yeah. Because until yeah. you have your own kids, you don't realize yeah, how you much. Don't. You don't. So. But my 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 mom told me what to do all the time, mm. including after her first stroke. Yeah. Well, I remember because the last time I saw you, you were on tour. We were in Mimi's Bakehouse on Market Street, and you told me what your mum had said, yeah. and that she was just very. She was like, "Don't come back. Get on with. Yeah, get on with. Get it. on and with then, it." Yeah. And she was getting better, and but you know. Uh, as we say, only that happens, which is destined. And it was yeah. her time to go. And yeah. she wasn't supposed to because she was getting better, but she did. And I guess that was a thing that I was like, oh, I have to stop smoking. This is so annoying. Mm. And I felt like she could have just lived for another 10 years. Out of yes, happy. exactly. You could have totally justified it. Yeah, I anyway. get you. Anyway, so you wash, you don't use paper, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. We learned that from a young age. That's why we don't eat with our left hand. We don't do anything because it's... Oh, that's right. Because We wash with this hand. Yes. And because I used to, years ago, I used to work for a company called Motec, who were based in India. But when they brought people over here to Silicon Valley in... in Tech stuff. In, I take stuff, stuff yeah. yeah. So I was employed sort of as an HR with people who uh, were from India coming over here with their families to help them integrate, help them with the kids getting to school. And Lakshmikan and I became very good friends. Another guy called Venkat. And I, yeah, I learned all that about the left yeah, hand. Yeah, left and then the, the wives weren't allowed to cook when they were on their period. Yeah, no, 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 you can't. Yeah, much. That mm-hmm. stuff is, yeah, that's true. You can't go in the kitchen mm-hmm. if you're on your period. And, I mean, there is... What? A, yeah. You can't go to the kitchen, yeah? yeah? I'm on mine every day. I'm in that kitchen every You'd day. starve. No. Doing sourdough for the dog. But mm. you also don't get to eat. I think, listen, and we really, I mean, don't have to spend time on this, but I think in all organized religion, yeah. there's a very thick vein of patriarchy. Yeah. Um, and Hinduism is no exception. Mm. There you go. But then it's up to you what angle you take in how you live your modern life mm-hmm. versus what spiritualism you choose from within Hinduism, which is replete with spiritualism. And you don't have to read. My father, my father and mother didn't raise me with all that period stuff um, at all. Mm-hmm. But my mother used to say, you know, neighbor's daughter has to sit in the garden when she has period and you are so free. You are in kitchen having ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like it was my fault. <laughs> but she wanted me to remember that was a huge thing. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, to understand how it could have been. Just me. Yeah. And I think she always, my mother always wanted me to, like my father was like, you'll, you know, you'll study and it doesn't matter who you, I don't even think he said the word marriage to me. Mm. My mother was always like, oh, who's going to marry you? You're so tall, so dark, so ugly. But, um, <laughs> she sounds charming. I mean, she was so fun. But I think the thing with my mom was she had all, my father had no anger about, raising us like boys because mm. he was a man. Yeah. She wanted us to be like, not like boys. She wanted us to be women with power, but she was furious because she had this latent sense of how unfair it was. Yeah. But she was also in a place in society where she didn't have much hardship growing mm. up. She was from a landowning family. So it was this weird thing of everything has worked out for me. So why am I angry? Mm-hmm. And then she later retrained as a drug and alcohol therapist in India, which was hilarious because no one would admit that it was drug and alcohol problems. Those were white people problems. And my mother was like, oh, I will become therapist for drug and alcohol. And um, she ran the rehab initially out of our house, <laughs> which was wild because we had people would dry out for 10 days in mm-hmm. the hospital. And then she had group in our garden when my dad was at work, because he knew, but he didn't know how much she was involved. Oh, wow. And so I would get home. I was in high school. I would get home. I remember the first time I was in the 11th grade. So I was, what, 16, 17? And I came home and she had a nap. My entire life, my mother's had a nap in the afternoon. And if you wake her up from her nap, if I had woken her up from her nap the second time, mm. I did once, I would not be here. 
Wow. <laughs> we did. So I remember I came and she said, Suno, Suno, I have to go for my nap. You see that round circle of people in the garden? Go and sit there because they are addicts, they will run away. So go and sit there, but don't <laughs> sit next to the bald fellow, he will bite you. And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, she said are you deaf? I said, no, all right, fine. So I went and sat there and there was eight of them, eight people, adults, and I didn't sit next to the bald guy because I didn't know what was going on. And you didn't want bitten? No, I nobody wants bitten. Oh no, some people yeah, do, but, but that's a kink. Well, I mean, you know, I just, I was a 16 year old and I sat, I remember I left one chair and then I thought he would think it was weird. So I just sat there. <laughs> and then so one of the women, there was only two women in the group. She said to me, oh, you're Mrs. V's daughter. And I said, yes. And she said, good. And then we just sat there for 55 minutes while mommy had her nap. Speaking. No, did nobody no, say no, anything? No, I was not talking. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what an alcoholic was. Like I knew what alcohol was, but I didn't, I'd never heard the term. And then I just sat there and they were nice. You know, some started crying. Some oh. One started shouting at the other, but everyone just stayed. I think they were scared of mom as well because they didn't want to leave. She would have found them and killed them. Oh, no. And um, <laughs> then she woke up and she came and she had her tea and she told me, tea tum jao, you can go. So I left. Wow! And so you're kind of like a therapist by proxy. Absolutely. No, I, I had been. I mean, I was in non-consensual therapy from 16 years old. It was terrible. Oh, really? Do you, my mom. Do you drink? Have you? Do you drink oh, alcohol? I, you love yeah, a whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love drinking, and my mom drank, and <laughs> my father drank because you know Hindus mm -hmm. don't have a drinking thing. Um, but it wasn't that. It was my mother is the one who taught me very early that addiction is not about alcohol no. or about this or addiction is about this and that. and blah, 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 Well, there's a stuff. root cause, isn't there? There's something that happens that, you know, you need the alcohol or the drugs or anything yeah, to compensate. But, you know, or She wanted me to understand why some people can drink a lot and then stop. Yeah. Why can some people drink a little bit and never stop? Why can some people do? And she always said to me, it's the alcoholics or addicts have, are not able to see past their shame. Oh. And that's what keeps them there. And she always said to me, shame is so corrosive. Never make someone feel small. Because that it's very hard for human beings to see past that. This is such a deep... I, I no, know, that but this is, is fascinating. And I'll tell you for why. Because now I'm talking about I'm this. definitely not an alcoholic then because I never feel any shame well, there you about go. anything. No, but I'm telling you, that is really important. Yeah, Some I really people don't. can drink a lot their whole life but never be addict. It's mm. funny because I know someone that shall remain nameless. Oh, that I think No, no, no. That I think may or may not have a problem. And I remember meeting someone I said, but X only has a glass of wine with their dinner. And Y said, it's been a long fucking meal. <laughs> and I thought, wow, right, okay. Yeah. Now that's interesting because I think there are a lot of people, it's like what you say, if you look over the hill and you see everything, mm. you might implode because mm. it's too much to cope with. So it's better being delusional. It's better, you know, self-soothing and all that kind of thing. It's anesthesia in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also what happens if you are a long-term addict is you will do things in your life that will have these side shit shows, mm -hmm. flash fire, and then that becomes the issue. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I fell down the stairs, I busted my head open. Yeah. That becomes the issue. Yeah. But you know, some people come for treatment, some people don't. So you can be what my mother used to, my mother say, your father is dry drunk. <laughs> like, what does that mean? And she would say, he does not have alcohol, but he is dry drunk, always controlling me, which was kind of true. <laughs> um, but she also said, you didn't have to drink to have the behavior of an addict which was manipulative, controlling, all those things. The fact is my mother told me a lot of shit she shouldn't have because I was not there for it. I was such a like normal kid. 
you know, other kids would come home from school and be like, I hate my math teacher. And their mother would say, that's disrespectful. I'd come home from school. I hate my math teacher. My mother would say, what do you really feel? I'm like, what? I th- that's uh, what I feel. Oh. She would say no. So it, it was too much. Mm. And how many siblings are there? We were two. We are one now. Right. Okay. Sorry. I w- I, there were two of us. But there's only one now. Only so one. I was hoping we could have moved past that. But thanks for highlighting it. No, 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 no. You can't, fucking lovely, you can't isn't just it? drop a dead sibling and not fucking just move on. Well, I'm glad they're still with us. And I hope whatever they are, they're fine. Now, you like mangoes. I love mangoes. You do like mangoes. mangoes. Because a lot of your Instagram is you eating mangoes. Oh, my God. No, I, can, I have got... Because what happened was... I always loved mangoes, but you don't get... Pr- in India, mango season stretches from about, because we have 220 or 30 kinds of mangoes. It starts sort of end of March, depending on the mango, mm-hmm. and you go right up until October, because we're a big country, and north to south, the temperatures and the climate allow for different kinds of mangoes. I always love mangoes. And I was not allowed to eat a lot of mangoes growing up, because mangoes are very warm. They give you pimples, and mommy said, you're so dark, you're a pimple, no one will marry. <laughs> so I was never, I was given like one mango, maybe. I always had a thing about mangoes. And all Indians love mangoes, by the way. My parents would have parties, adults, children, everyone would come, take off their slippers, roll up their sleeves. We would sit on the floor with vats of mangoes and people would just eat mangoes and chat. It was just like a mango. Were they addicted to mangoes? Did your mother not see this was mango binging in the extreme? What were these people hiding? Mango fest. I I think the difference when we were growing up in India was unlike here, you didn't get everything all year in the supermarket. Mango season. So we had mango vegetables, mango juice, mango, because it was mango time. And then when it was gone, it was gone. See, it's funny because I feel the same way about pride festivals in this country. They run from June (laughs) until about October. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm telling you that we can get mangoes all year. But if you lived in the north, you couldn't get a South Indian mango. No. We didn't have big supermarkets and all. We had like what, what you got that day was what you bought and ate kind of thing. See, I remember talking about food and Indian food, of which I'm a huge fan of. Mm. Um, Me too. I have, well, clearly. Um, I have a friend who is quite fussy. She's quite a fussy eater. I'm going to name her Marion Pashley. She's a lovely woman. And, <laughs> oh, um, do you, Marion? You're very Well, I'm good. about to. I'm about okay. to. So Marion's, that's a great Marion. Marion's from Hull and talks like that. Everything's very breathy. And I remember she'd come into my flat and I went, oh, I've made you your tea, by the way. And she went like that. Oh, lovely. What is it? Because she's vegetarian. But I don't like to be difficult. You know, mm, I smell you more. So I'd say to her, I said, I've made you a veggie curry. And she went like that. Ooh, is it Northern Indian or Southern Indian? And I went. Good question. Well, I said, it's a veggie curry. And she went, <laughs> no, is it Northern Indian or Southern Indian? I went, the veg is from fucking Morrison's. You decide. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to ask you, because you are an authority, which is better, mm. Northern Indian or Southern Indian? So this is a good question for me, because... First of all, North and South India are so different. They're yes. racially different, language, culture, everything. My mother was a North Indian. My father's a South Indian. I'm, see, that analogy now works because I'm thinking fascist snacks in the North yeah. with a bit more laid back in the South. Well, actually, they're very intellectual, scholarly, more matriarchal in the South, mm-hmm. and extremely patriarchal and more chilled out and fun-loving in the North. Now, food-wise... Um, I had very, you know, my mother was a tremendous cook and my father was very particular about the food he wanted to eat. And so we always had extraordinary food. And on weekends, we had South Indian food because he was a South Indian. I would say that when you're young and you can digest everything, uh, mainstream North Indian food, which is what you get most places here, is right. great. It's, you know, it's naan and dal and paneer and all that stuff. 
you have to bear in mind that food was for colder climates. So the food itself is very warming. You have things mm. like a lot of cardamom and almonds. Those are heating foods. Right. If you go south, everything is uh, mustard, uh, coconut, um, curry leaves, which are those green leaves. Everything is cooling, cooling, cooling because it's like boiling the Amazon out. Down there. Is that where the Peshwari naan is from? That's like literally yeah. northwest. North. Right, because that's my so favorite. Peshwari naan is full of right. Uh, hearty hearty and full of sweet like raisins and this and that because up there is cold yeah and they're also meat eaters north indian chili chicken there you go yeah, south indian you're coastal pretty much vegetarian aren't you yeah i started yeah. eating fish in 2010 right and then in 2020 i got terrible covid you remember at the beginning when no one really knew what it was and everyone was just fighting for toilet paper and then people started dying and they were like and you were shouting i don't need the toilet paper <laughs> no, could exactly. you leave the pasta exactly yeah. well that you were very lucky then not to go, go through the toilet paper crisis if you well, just wash. i didn't i was like i don't need toilet paper i got my hands i mean and as long as we don't have a water crisis my ass is fine yeah um but i was also so sick i was like i wasn't eating i did reach my target weight so happy but mm-hmm. it was so short oh i'm one stomach flew away from mine oh my god I mean, sometimes I want to go to India and just eat from the street and just, and just see what happens. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, um, by the way, I think all body types are great and please don't no, 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 no. I think we're overthinking things. We're overthinking it. We're overthinking it. It is, it is that sense now, isn't it? Putting a caveat into yeah, everything well, you because, say just in case well, somebody somewhere might be upset. Well, because here's the thing is that it's not just that they might be upset. They might think that mm. Being skinny is a standalone value. Mm. It is not. Mm. For some people, it is. But for me, being skinny is a standalone value because I have terrible body dysmorphia. Shit, I'll own it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting here right now and I know that I don't look to other people the way I look to myself, but I own it. I'm like, well, can I mean. just say that out of the three of us, you're clearly the most flexible. <laughs> I know. Because she is in full lotus position. This is half lotus. So, you know, it's all happening. It's half love. lotus, And yeah. the thing is as well, can you, you do don't have lotus? to look at it. You don't have to touch yourself. You have a husband for that. <laughs> and the husband clearly enjoys it still, occasionally. Are we going to talk about my sex life now? Oh, well, we've talked about everything else. I mean, I, I didn't realise you were shy. I don't no, think there's no, many subjects we haven't touched no, on today. I just think that, you know, here's the thing. When people talk about their sex life and on like and their comics and they're on stage, it's immediately about another person as well. Mm. And then I feel like, well, yes, they're not a comic. And it's not just you know your I mean? story. So all is well in that department. We'll move on. Let's go. There yeah. you go. I'm like Lovely. Oprah. I just, seamless, seamless. Yeah. Now, you're up here. You're open tonight. You're here for 10 days. Yes, but I have to just tell you one thing before. I oh, please that. do. Between North Indian and South Indian food, I will Lovely. say this. If you have any form of digestion, there's a lot in the West called IBS. Yes. Well, so they say. I, I have that, allegedly. Right. Well, if you have any of that, mm. I would stick to a very South Indian cuisine because it's based on a lot of... Um, so you ferment things briefly, not like weird fermented like that Polish cucumber business, not like that. Mm, just yeah. like a regular, you know. By the way, just to say anyone who's Polish, I love you. Oh my oh God. My Can God. we move on? Oh, I just want... <laughs> just to apologize and yeah. I just, it's not, just to say... I'm sorry for being like, born. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's fermented. It's got a lot of things that are actually great for your gut line. All right, okay. So if you have IBS, don't go and eat naan and all that jazz. Take it easy. Go and eat some dosa, idli, and while and shout out here in Edinburgh, there, in there's Tanjore, which is always overbooked, best South Indian food, and I'm South Indian. Where, where is that? Clerk Street. Ah, it is fucking. What's it so, called? 
Tanjore. Tanjore. Oh. I went yesterday. They were like 30 minute wait. I was like, okay. And they were like 40 minute wait. I was like, mm. and then I think they were like two days. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Mm. Yeah. Because they were so fully booked. They thought I'd piss off and I wasn't. They were just like, we're not going to give you a seat for a week. I was like, okay, I'll leave. They're always fully booked. It's lovely. Oh, okay. Did you see straight outside this particular venue? There is a massive board with your face on yeah, it. Yeah, I took a photo of it. Nice. I took a, and I was like, who's walking by here to see Nobody. Me? Why is this yeah. somewhere where someone's looking at me? Yep. Well, this is how we exactly. feel. Yes. Because <laughs> the funny thing is as well, oh, it doesn't really happen. We're not on any of the boards, right? <laughs> not that it would make a damn bit of difference. Because you're right. No bugger is here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I feel like. Well, why am I here? But then mm. I think... I didn't really look into it much when they were saying, oh, we're going to put the, we're not, you know, they were like, we're going to put the posters in good places. And uh. I think for me, this is to come back to something about comedy. I think you can only micromanage that much. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're funny and you get on socials and people talk about you, they'll come. They'll come and find you. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're not funny and we're not on social media. No, right. you are funny. But this is the <laughs> middle of the afternoon as well. Oh, listen, this has been... I remember taking magic mushrooms and having better fun, and I shot myself and freaked out. <laughs> but, that's, you know, that's but the funny thing is, we've really enjoyed the show. We really have enjoyed the show. We're having a lovely laughing. time. I was literally laughing, and the audience are very nice, we are having but they're very polite laughers. Mm. I think it's because they're down a drink now. I think they need another before they look over there yeah. into the thing and go, oh, Christ, you've made that oh, last. Well, I don't know if that's a drink or she's needed to go to the loo and a get used it as a receptacle. A shiwi. Sindhu, where are you on and what time? Yes, so I am on at Pleasant's Good, beyond. I'm really glad you, you know what you're Pleasant's up to. Pleasant's Beyond at 6.30. Nice. Um, from the 18th at t- today and tomorrow there are works in progress for the same show um, so you can try and come along to those otherwise just go to the Pleasance website and put in alphabet and you'll see it's Pleasance also no offence but Pleasance is beyond beneath under my arm yeah. over your head by his Ridiculous. side next to the gopher it should be one room the dog. I'm and like, they don't have these places they don't let latecomers in and so by the time you found wherever the well, I've said beyond all behind my shows, latecomers are welcome yes. because yeah, anyone it does, that's what happens. who can go through a thesaurus to find mm-hmm. out which Pleasance they're in <laughs> Just Do you know what I've said this run? I don't want people in and it's worked. Oh, Sindhu, yes. I'm sure you will be very busy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I have loved it. No, kids, Thank I've enjoyed it too. Much. It's nice to see Lovely. you. Come over round of applause for the wonderful Sindhu V. Thanks, Joel. Thank you. More hugs. More hugs. More hugs. More hugs. Absolutely. <laughs> round of applause right lovely lovely. now would you like to introduce our last guest last but by no means least the wonderful the fabulous the very funny Anna Clifford get yourself up here hello how are you (laughs) you are being very I mean it's very off brand for Bruce Bruce doesn't like to be touched ever you're doing it's because it's women today I'll touch a woman not in my own time but professionally (laughs) (laughs) you know I know what I like (laughs) and that's Uh, left alone how are you I'm alright I'm loving the Khloe Kardashian vibe because you know what she says the bigger the hoop the bigger the the hole fabulous I did not know they said that right what what trauma do you want to bring to our table today we feel like we've had quite a lot I know I felt I actually felt like people were bringing up stuff and I was I like, mean, I came unprepared. 
<laughs> it's been like an intellectual X Factor audition. Yeah. This yeah. is so much better than your granny being run over by a minibus. Mm. <laughs> no, absolutely. But if you like want. What, what Irish trauma do I bring to the table? Yes. Yeah. I mean, do you want to bring up the famine? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the troubles, Tato's. Yeah. Tato's. I, you know, I tried Tato's once, I didn't get it. Okay, but now where did you try them? Oh. I tried them in the south. Is that wrong? In the whole so Southern Ireland, yeah. Yes. Well, it was Dublin. Well, that's yeah, yeah, Dublin. Is that yeah, the yeah, south? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yes, no, potatoes are Southern Ireland. Okay, so no, because there's like a potato up in the nor- Northern Ireland that has different packaging. So, but you did try Southern potato, and you didn't think it was. I know it was much. me and my friend Sarah, and she likes a drink, and I was a bit tiddly as well, and I thought, oh, these are a bit ganton. No, I'm not. I'm not really. Compared that to what now? Because what would be your favourite crisp? Because don't say a Walker, because like. Oh, bitch! Please, can I answer your question? I've, I've found this very invasive. It's, it's actually homophobic. So my favourite crisps. Thank you for asking me. I believe it or not, and I'm going to speak quite plainly. So. There's two. There's a Spanish kind Toro that you get in Melis, the cheese shop, <laughs> where I get my body padding from. And they are um, their truffle. But my favorite commoner garden mm. by crisps to go with a box of wine, the co-op, Chardonnay vinegar and sea salt. Thank me oh. later. They are the best, aren't they? Just absolutely, they, you know, Marks and Spencers, I love you, but you can fuck off. They are the best. Yeah. Delicious. They still sound like quite fancy. Mm. Well, Chardonnay I have vinegar. App, download the app. Sometimes you get a pound off. Oh, nice. So with that pound you save, get a satsiki dip. You'll love the combination. Mm, I do mm. like a salty V. Mm. I like a sensation and that's all I'll have. Right, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair enough. You're quite bold with your crisp <laughs> choices there. Quite fascisty. Um, the, the chilli one, yeah. The sweet chilli chili ones. It, that's yeah, it. sweet yep. chilli. They are good. What about oh. you? What's your favourite? I wasn't dissing Tito's. No, I, I just, know, no, I was just <laughs> interested. No, you know, I, and yeah, I know. But, I came but, in strong there. But, no, 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 that's fine. But it's just, you know when something's <laughs> built up? You know when someone builds yeah. up something? It's the same when I went to see Pam Ann for the first time. They said you'd love her. She was fine, but, you know, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. When someone builds something up, then you're like, this oh. is the hype. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. No, I, it's just a good, solid, like cheese and onion crisp back home with a pint of Guinness. Like that's... Oh, nice. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know, when you go on a school trip and you have your your cheese and onion crisp and then you have a chocolate bar and then you do like the sweet and savory. Mm. I love you know, that. that's nice when you get them both <laughs> stuck in your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And you can lick them for the lick rest them of the day. Yeah. Yeah, keep yeah. them for sort yeah. of afters. So you, t- yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing gross about where, that. Whereabouts in Ireland are you from? I'm from Dublin. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now, were you um, a child of the success of the Celtic Tiger or were you there when it kind of prolapsed and shat itself? Oh, no. I was kind of a middle, I guess. Mm. Like, I feel like I, what, the, the Celtic Tiger was when I was just like 16, 17. So my parents did all right, but lost maybe a bit of money. But it wasn't like people who had just bought houses. And then I just and started working in a shop. So I started earning my own money. Well, that's, that's so, yeah, missed the boat there. And then cra- we crashed again, really, didn't we, during mm. the pandemic? Mm. And there's probably another one on the way. So it's great. Another what? Crash. 
Crash, yeah. You think? Well, yeah. everything's yes. going up. None and Dublin, anyway, it's so expensive right now and everything's... I love Dublin, but yeah. I, the last time I was there, it did seem to be that the drugs was a lot of people on drugs and homelessness. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it quite... Um, I didn't know if you meant to say... Endearing, because like you love drugs. In the club. I, yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, 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 I know. But they were they were heroin, so they weren't on my... No, they're not on my... Oh, no, sorry, I won't do skag. I won't do smack. You go like... The laughter lounge, right? Laughter lounge, and they've got that flat. And that should be gorgeous, because it's along the keys, right? Yes, But that's where all the homeless drug addicts... All the homeless, all the drug addicts, and, yeah. drug addicts. and then they're harmless come, though. But well, yeah. they, do you know what? They're actually really sweet because <laughs> they would sit on my doorstep and then I'd sort of come back and sort of have to, you know, they'd they'd like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd kind of lock the door and I heard one of them say, Oh, must be awful living here with people like us. <laughs> so, how very astute of them. <laughs> she felt really bad. But that's like Cardiff near the castle, where if you're a man that likes a bit of man time on the side, you can get some action from the police, apparently. Oh. It's all people living in tents that are on spice, which is a plant fertilizer. Yes. And oh. they're all living in the Primark doorway. Now, Primark's pretty sad at the fucking best of times. <laughs> I love Primark. But that's, well, I feel sorry for the wee children. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the wee children you don't give a fuck about. Because they're making they're it making with their the tiny clothes. little fingers. Know. But you know something? It's cheap and it's convenient. So yeah, I totally get your point. Sure, sure. Are they still doing that? I thought they, I thought child slavery, they had I think made they to lie. stop. I think they lie. Okay. Allegedly. Mm. Yeah, you need to go back to the source. Yeah, look, exactly. And the source is society. People camping outside Primark waiting for it to open. <laughs> I don't think they were waiting for it to open. I just think all they the Primark shops in. are so big, they've got the biggest entrances. Yeah, they do. So the, yeah, so, and there's a cafe in the one here. Have you been in the one here on Princess Street? Oh, is there, yeah. There's a cafe. There's a cafe and loads of them now. Oh, I don't think I fancy so that. So if you want to spend the day there. <laughs> oh my God. Well, they'd be as well actually giving you a locker for your clothes so you could go in, get a onesie so you're comfortable, yeah. and then go around the shop in a onesie, leave all the home furnishing things, because they're good for candles, yeah. and then pop up and have a bit of lunch. Yeah, that sounds nice, doesn't it? I think we should suggest it. Yeah. Do you touch upon Primark in your shop? And do you pronounce it Primark call or it Primark? Primark? No, see, we call it Pennies. In our pennies, they call oh, Pennies. In Ireland, of course. It's a different name altogether, so Pennies. Mm. Yeah. Wow, but so, they call it Primark in the north of Ireland, don't Primark, they? Primark, so I would say, I always say Primark. I say Primark to people when I'm talking yes. about it. Primarney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But back home it's pennies. Like, and if, if if someone gives you a compliment and you say, thanks, pennies, hun, because then you're like, you're happy ah. that you got it for so cheap because of those kids. <laughs> and do, you, do you still have Dunn stores over there? We have Dunn's, yeah. 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 Because Sarah one. Watson, that's where she used to work before she was plucked from obscurity to be a comedy admin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Sarah used to run the Glasgow Festival. Very good friend of my uh, lovely woman. Dublin had one of my favourite, you know, when they use puns to name shops, was Abracababra. Was it, oh, I don't yeah. know if it's still in Dublin. Oh, Abracababra, yeah. Abra-cababra, that's a, Abra, what it's a like great a name. It's like a late night place where you But it's land. just Dublin. I've never seen it anywhere else. There's great one name. on Easter Road called Sheesh Happens. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's super. <laughs> um, tell us all about your show, Hannah. So my show is a, like stand-up storytelling era of a personal story. Um, so back at the start of lockdown, mm. on March 12th to be exact, I decided to embark on a spiritual journey and turn off my phone and go into the Irish wilderness to take ayahuasca with Shaman. Oh my God, I saw Chelsea Handler do that. Yeah. Did you shit yourself? I didn't shit myself, thank right, God. Right, okay. No, yeah, no. apparently Mother, Na- Mother Nature didn't think I was full of shit to get out, thank God. Wow. 
So you got you got rid so of I, everything. Yeah, I turned off my phone, yeah. went off, and uh, on your own. No, well, I was with a friend and some strangers. And you're meant to do this in Peru, where it's lovely and legal <laughs> and bright. And I yeah. did it in yeah, a bit of a grey area in Ireland. So where did you do green. it? In Meath. Okay, not the same as, right? <laughs> and then obviously on the 17th of March, turned back on my phone after finding myself and uh, got a notification of a lockdown. My mom having a brain tumor and uh, being ghosted by the guy I was dating all in the same day. So comes um, in threes. I turned it into a joke. <laughs> but more importantly, Positively. did you find yourself? Yes. Where were you? Where was I? Yes. Well, she was in Meath on Ayahuasca. Like, yeah, I, I came back being like, everything, I understand life. Everything's like unreal. And then it was like, Boom. so then I was just like, actually, you'll never understand life. <laughs> That's the no. lesson, mm. you know? That's a, the best lesson to learn yeah, is to that like, you no, just, you you'll never, never know. It can never be like, that's it. That's the, that's the yeah. reason. That's the moment. Just have I'm to keep trucking fan. along and put, put, get on with stuff. Well, I'm a big fan of putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And if, do you mean, because what's the alternative? You might as well just top yourself. So either top yourself or keep putting one foot in front so of the other. So you're a fan of walking? Yes. Right. Well, no, okay. Just, <laughs> and how's your mum? She's good. Yeah, that's she's good right. now. She's just arrived in Edinburgh, actually. Oh, so they'll right. be seeing the show tonight, which I'm terrified about. Well, of course. <laughs> Because we all lived it, but um, and I the, think it'll be good. The guy that goes to Jay's, he did? But yeah, I hope so. Oh, yeah, I did. Hope so, so. Do I. <laughs> so do I. I like it when we wish death I hope he was people. actually just ghosting me. <laughs> well, we're pro-murder on this broadcast because some <laughs> people do. deserve it. Oh, yeah, are you? Yeah. Okay, good. I'll Bruce give, has I'll got a, a list. I'll give oh, you yeah. a name after this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, sometimes, I think sometimes just taking someone's ability to breathe away from them is the only way they'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, um, I appreciate but the, that. But uh, but also the people that you like, like your mother, I'm assuming, um, the tumour that she was diagnosed with, is it operable, curable? Yeah, no, she had her operation. She couldn't, like, oh. she had, everything got pushed back because of COVID. So that was like the worrying time, I guess. Um, but then eventually she had her operation, got it removed, and now uh, a checkup said that there's nothing there. So yeah, she just has to keep monitoring it. But yeah, really cool. good, really good. Because it is terrifying when you get news like that. Oh, it's absolutely, yeah, it's such a shock to the system for mm. sure. And what does she think about you being a comedian? She's just like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she's like, she's, she knows that I have to do it. Like, she's like, yeah, you're a performer, you're an entertainer. You've always been that way since you were younger. And they had, did once try and force me to go to business school and that didn't work out. So now they're like, yeah, we just have to let it. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it ride did you away. perform as a child? Did you do shows? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I. Like acting and yeah, just always putting on my own shows in the house or dressing up in her clothes and coming out and doing something, you know, so. Yeah, I was Tootsie from the film with a biscuit tin on my head and <laughs> balloons for breasts. And my mum still doesn't believe I'm Big Mo, um, which is a shame <laughs> when you get to 82 and you think, oh. So who was that guy you used to live with? I went, oh, just a carer, just a carer. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's amazing the way that the parents, they kind of know, but there's certain things that they don't want to touch upon with you. Yeah. Have you, have you found that with your yeah. folks? Well, I think so. Like, I think my dad is for, because I used to do a lot of theatre as well. My mum would love to come watch that and be like and she'd come a couple of times now and then I remember once when I first got a, a gig at the Ivy Gardens Festival mm-hmm. have you ever done that before in Dublin big festival and I was like um, I got these spare tickets mum and dad like if you want to come and my mum goes I'll come when you're more uh, established oh that's fun. and I was like that is one of the biggest festivals in, in Ireland but <laughs> sure okay <laughs> but at the time like, I get it like sometimes it's not the stuff she thinks but, I'm a bit laddie. It's not the stuff that you want to hear, the, and that's fine. The thing is, she is coming tonight. My mum yeah. has never seen me. 
Mm. Um, well, she's obviously seen me in the house and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, you know, going, really, why are you wearing that? Can you stop moaning? It's not my fault. Um, it was 40 years ago. You got divorced. You'll have to get over it. Um, but she would never come and see me. And I would never want her to. Mm. But funnily enough, my father, um, who's kind of no longer with us, he came a couple of times and he went, oh, you've got really good confidence. <laughs> Really? That's really? not what you need as a performer. No. That's not. Yeah. yeah. No, you want flowers. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And stars and all kinds of things. I don't want stars, I, Jen. I hate people that I know coming to see yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to cut in and say I hate people. Yeah, no, I know. Just in general. I mean, sometimes I can remember doing runs of shows and I thought if they laugh at this bit 18 days in, I'm going to lose it. Mm. I've got nothing but contempt for you. Mm. Grow up, find something of your own to laugh at. <laughs> you ever like that with an audience thinking, we had two people in here the other day that fucking fell asleep. Yeah. And the laugh was, we were talking about walkouts and shows and they never fucking took the bait, did yeah. they? <laughs> you know, and I'm sorry you're having an affair with your son, madam. No wonder you're tired, but that's not our fucking problem. Move. We should have just asked them to leave. Well, but, I was yeah. tempted, but I've done that before. Carry them out. <laughs> I can't go into it. But I was completely unaware because you had them in your eye line and I, I get see everyone, them, honestly, so I, no I get idea. everyone over there. There yeah. was a teenage girl that was trying to pick a vein. She was pulling on her split ends. I just wanted to rip her hair out by the root and go, get the fuck out, you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> but that's me. Now, what time are you on and where? I'm on at 9pm every night in the Gilded Balloon Teviot. Oh, right. What room are you the in? The balcony. Oh, the balcony. Yeah, it's a lovely room. That is a lovely room, a actually. Lovely, yeah, and night. the noise bleeds not too bad because that's one of the main problems with the Gilded is oh, quite a lot of yeah, the noise no, there is bleed. Yeah, no, there is a noise bleed. There's a musical com- comedian on behind me and he gets oh, lots okay. of claps throughout. I try and reference it sometimes if it's like at the right time of my bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're near the toilets. Do you hear a lot of flushing? Um, no, no, no. I'm not that near the door. No, I'm in the sportsman's. Is that I'm, not near the toilets? No, no, no. I've got the uh, back door onto the alley so you hear the bottles being emptied. Oh. So that's fun. Yeah, you don't hear what's going down the path. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so are um, you kind of glad that you're midway, that the end's in sight? That yeah, kind of thing? I was yeah. thinking today, okay, less than two weeks and you'll be home now. Yeah, it is a long slog. Even though I'm having a really good time, genuinely, like, lovely crowds, like... Oh, we don't want to hear that here, but no, thank shush, you. We don't, yes, no, no. showing That's just nasty. We've been nice to you. No, but still, I'm, I'm not, still like, yesterday I was just like, why am I doing this and having a cry and all, you know, so. I'm not even allowed to mention the success of my own solo show. Um, <laughs> well, because are we sure there is a success? We haven't heard. Is your, how is your show doing? Yes, Have you had reviews? I know you've been busy enough. Have no, you had reviews? No in? reviews because I didn't pay for PR. Oh, right, um, okay. But sold out for the last three nights. Oh, that's well, fabulous. Not yesterday because I wasn't there. That's great. Um, when you say two weeks, you'll be home. Is home still Dublin? Or? Home still Dublin for the moment. I kept saying, yeah, I accidentally moved home again to my mum and dad's just before this. And I was like, everything I got pushed back to after Edinburgh. I was like, don't worry about it till after Edinburgh. Then my car broke down and I had to sell that. And I was like, okay, worry about that after Edinburgh. So mm. I'm going home to be homeless, in debt and no oh. car. So. <laughs> Come to see my show. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you get onto RTE's version of uh, Loose Women? 
<laughs> do they have a version of Liz Woman? Well, apparently you do, because a friend of mine that lives over here that shall remain nameless, Michelle McManus, she went over there, <laughs> and when she saw it, she went, oh, I hope Scotland goes independent so we can get our own version of Loose Women. And I went, oh, I what no, will no, that no, be no. called? Puppetry of the Pish Flaps. <laughs> no. Really? What a nonsense. It would nonsense. just be lush women anyway. Well, hardly loose. I'll try. I'll have a look. I need to look out for that, yeah. <laughs> and if you see Samantha Mumba, because I'm, exce- I'm obsessed, tell her I said hello. I will, of course. Okay, can we have a round of applause? <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We're going to let you use that. Jojo, for the people listening, where are you on? Where am I on? I'm at the Gilda Balloon Sportsman's 4.45pm every day. And your Growing old disgracefully. what are you discussing in that? That, I'm on brand, basically. I'm just being disgraceful as I get older. There you go. Losing keys at Glastonbury and having sex in a tent. There we go. Mm, so if thrush is your thing, pop along. <laughs> right. Have a great friend, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow, see you dear. Tomorrow, Toodles. Darling. Bye. Bye. <laughs>